and welcome to another episode of the Young Black and Bothered Podcast. This is your boy Q. I'm filling in for the lead-in tonight because Greg has to be domestic and put groceries away. Uh, <laughs> 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 Ooh, that was funny. Um, Shay is here. Chrissy is here. Greg is um, deep in his refrigerator, um, so he'll be here in a second. But um, wow, it's been a while since we've all been on since we've recorded a podcast. Please excuse the helicopter because um, somebody probably carjacked someone in D.C. again. Yeah, yeah. it happens. It's all been happening like way too many times. I'm right. But, but, but before we get into the shooting and shit, like, let's start there. Um, I don't know what's going on in our city anymore. Like all of us, the four of us, um, and even like Chris, like I know Iris is from Jersey. They got their own set of issues. But for D.C., I, I don't recognize this town no more. Um, but, <laughs> I, um, I, like, that was just the admin quiet. Keep going, Green. So listen, so listen. Yeah. Like it's been crazy, especially on a, like especially on H Street. Actually, on Sunday, on Sunday mm-hmm. in the AutoZone lot, Greg, uh, mm-hmm. someone got shot and killed. See, someone got and shot. People and wonder killed. why I don't go outside. And you remember, and uh, a month ago, I got robbed. Over there, nigga. What? Yeah. Yep. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. They just took my shoes, my wallet, my phone. I got my phone oh, back. Man. Thank God. I got, my, I got my phone back. Thank God. Um, but yeah, it, yeah. it's been an epidemic of it's been an epidemic of violence um, in the city, all over the city. Like carjackings are through the roof. Um, people getting shot. Um, mm-hmm. People, people getting robbed. All kind, like not even, and, and not just for like the usual. I'm gonna take your phone. I'm gonna take your wallet. There now. Remember, remember back in the early, in the late '90s, in the early 2000s, when every, when people were robbing people for Eddie Bauer jackets. Now the jackets mm-hmm. to rob people for is Canada Goose jackets. Yes. Well, really? Here's the thing. Um, I, I want to start with this article. It's not even an article. It's just like some news um one of the worst mistakes i did was i started following like washington dc news and it's not like fox and abc i follow nigga twitter news when i say nigga twitter news like moco pg news like at that, that page right um so I, i'm going to the hell or dc more time i did not realize it was yeah. so i didn't realize it was so bad i'm in route to Laurel from work, right? And my Twitter goes off. And you know, like you have like an instinct to not look at all notifications, but this is like for some reason you just grab your phone and you see like the worst notification. So of all places, like I went to school in Upper Marlboro. So to see this news come out, I was like, oh, so it's not just DC. It's starting to branch out. Uh and one, you know, for me, my mother and my stepfather, when they moved from like one part of Upper Marlboro to like the suburb area, the suburban area of Upper Marlboro. The one thing Near that the they said, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. The, the courthouse isn't even around that area. Ain't even safe no more. Cause the Metro come out there now. I'm talking about when we moved from the Metro like, come out here. Yes. When we went from right fucking, like, yep. yep. When we, we used to live right around the courthouse area. Then we lived in, you know, for like middle school and high school, we moved to the like deeper upper Marlboro where they have like albino deer and shit. Right. So mm. when I saw this piece of when I saw this piece of news, I was like, oh, the niggas have figured out like this shit out here now. So on the, the 5300 block of Richie Marlboro Road at the Royal Farms in greater upper Marlboro right now, that's always where? been considered Largo. It's not That's anymore. been considered. Yeah, they rezoned everything because because, because it's David Buster's is out there now, Hobby Lobby's out there now. Yep. Um. All yeah, all that shit. BJ's. Yeah. All, you know, Richie Station. Richie Station Road. Well, here, here's here was this is when I knew like the the white folks. Yeah, they moved out there, but it's like the niggas still here as well because where Largo Town Center used to be, where they created the hospital. Mm-hmm. That's not Largo anymore. That's nope. Upper Marlboro. That's yep. like and, when you look. Yeah, it's, now actually, it's like the metro, they renamed the metro station. It's not Largo Town Center anymore. It's mm-hmm. downtown Largo. 
Exactly. It, it's mm. disgusting behavior. But the reason why I wanted to bring that area up is because there have been a, when I say string of like carjackings, they said that there have been 83 carjackings this year alone. Not robbery. And we, we're not, not even... Th- we're not even through 83 days of 2023 yet. We're at 50, exactly. Let's see. January has 31 days. Today is the 23rd. So that is 20. Mm-hmm. That's 31 plus 23. We're 54 days. Exactly. In DC, so, in DC is in, in DC is even worse. In DC is 110 carjackings, and we're only again 54 days into mm-hmm. 2023. Yeah. Well, how about I tell you that the article says that there was a car stolen with a baby in the back. Oh my God. Today, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, so thank God. Today. So yes. That was today. I got the air mm-hmm. alert on my phone on my phone. And um praise God, the baby was relocated, was located, and he's safe and, and safe mm-hmm. safe and sound. It was a three year old, safe and sound. Yeah. Praise God for that. Yep. Yo. I don't know who needs to hear this. And I've I've thought about it over the course of like the last couple hours. Um, I'm going to like either sew or just put an air tag in my kid's jacket pocket in their backpack because that shit. I've, I've seen like videos and TikToks and movies of stuff like that happening. But to see that happen in this area where it normally doesn't happen, it's like, oh, this is just it's getting ridiculous. But not even just that. I'm glad that you know the baby is safe. These aren't grown adults doing this shit. It's teenagers. These are 13, 12, teenagers. 13, 14, 15, 16 year olds. And yeah. and and not to cut it. Uh, sorry if I cut it. Mm-hmm. Went off. It's because and especially if you have a Hyundai or a Kia, because they put yep. some stupid ass challenge video on TikTok. Oh yeah, you can rig a you can rig a Hyundai or a Kia to start and still. With a USB cord. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's all that shit. Yo, now they done did like, a recall from the kids on Hondas and they done put the yeah. update or whatever. They're basically making it so that they gotta go ahead and start the car with the key. All that shit happened because now, and I'm gonna be real with you, like from me, from outside of looking in, because I left the city so long ago, this shit didn't start happening until niggas had to move out of the city. So now that's why yep. it's bleeding into the other areas. That's why now yeah. people want to move. Well, everybody yeah. moved to PG County. Yeah. And so instead of the crime rate, crime is still consistent in D.C. Let's be real and let's mm-hmm. be clear about that. But now in certain, in PG County, yeah, in certain zones, in, you're right. I was going to say in certain zones, probably like maybe, maybe not so much in Georgetown, whereas in Southeast, that's like the norm or whatever. But now, nope, in, you can't, in now nope. everything. You can't even but, say that anymore. Cannot even say that anymore because the places where you never thought the crime would happen because the the whites would I don't know how the shit not happen. I was happening. trying to avoid from you the vernacular, but that's what the fuck it is. <laughs> but that's no, but go ahead, Chris. No, but Chris, I'm sorry. Because they are the whites in that area. Sorry, guys, that sounds so bad, mm-hmm. but. Mm-hmm. They I know. Are, I've been trying my best. <laughs> but that's what the fuck it is. That's what it is. Let's it's be like, about yeah, it. but me saying it, it's like, damn. But the truth is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're going to the neighborhoods in Northwest mm-hmm. and uptown certain areas because they know that they are more privy to leaving doors unlocked. Yep. Mm-hmm. Curtains right open. No fuck. They still think blinds is, is a hot fucking commodity. No, nope. exactly. Like, they go ahead and have their fucking window open. It's not Christmas no more, bitch. We can still see this 55-inch TV that's sitting in your fucking kitchen. Like, exactly. What the fuck are you doing? So, so that's what I'm saying. Don't go ahead. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. What were you about to say? No, I'm just saying, like, as far as... Oh. I'm sorry. Go ahead, say. <laughs> no, I said I was... And... And it's not just... And it's not just, like, not having blinds. Because I'm walking... I'm walking right now... Uh, like near a street and there's mm. half lines and everything. It's yeah. people like these youngins are stealing cars because you got all these Uber, Uber eats and uh DoorDash and Postmates and all these other food delivery drivers tr- thinking, all right, it's, I'm going to be, <clears throat> my car is going to be all right. I'm going to leave it on and you got to push to start. So you take this, you know, you take the key with you. Oh, they really can't go nowhere with my car. And they're Absolutely. going in. They're going into these businesses 
and picking up food and everything, but also realizing these motherfuckers got TikTok. These youngers got TikTok. These youngers got Instagram. These youngers got Twitter and all this, and they know what to do. Like, they know how to mm-hmm. bypass shit. They know how to bypass shit. I didn't have that much time on my hand when I was little. Like, fuck that. I was outside playing. Like, real shit. Oh, yeah, it's nothing on their mind. It's nothing on their minds. Literally for a mother of a slain, what, 13, 14-year-old to say he was the man of the house. Mm-mm. Baby, he's outside looking to steal cars. At people 4 a.m. At 4 people a.m. Are I know helping exactly who he's talking about. He's with other young adults. They are literally exactly. in another car waiting for him to hijack another vehicle. You guys are like, you're not even paying attention to your children. You're not. Right. No all. child should have the title of man of the house. A child should be able to be a child. So let me, so let me, I, I agree with you as, as a father and I have a soon to be 12 year old a month. I agree with you hundred percent. However, however, I'm someone, I grew up where I had to, I had to become an adult at 10 years old. So that's real. Like, you know, I had to, you know, when my sister, when my sister was born, I had to grow up. I was 10 years old when she was born. I had to grow up. I had to grow up real fast. I didn't have teenage years. That's probably why I'm living, living crazy and all the shit right now. But that shit is real, especially when you think about like certain areas of the city, and you know, and everything where poverty is very, very high, and you got parents, you got kids raising kids, mm-hmm. and you know. Like Bernie Mac said, Grandmama twenty, Mama twenty four, Grandmama thirty six. That's real. Yep. That's real. Yeah. yeah, it just for me. I just I, I, I used to be concerned when I used to like go into the city and stuff, and then when I started living in DC, it was like, all right, like it's the crime is there, but maybe it's because we're kind of aware of our surroundings, so it's like, okay, we we know these things, we see these things, right? Um, but when I was talking to one of my coworkers and he's lived in DC since the nineties and stuff, he was like, Greg, like, you know, he like lives in the Columbia Heights area. He was like, Yeah, like it's it's no longer safe in Columbia Heights. I was like, Newsflash, it was never safe. It's never been. I was gonna say, well, never safe. The it was yeah. never safe and, in Columbia Heights. Yeah. yeah. But but here's the thing. The how can I put it without sounding like actually I'm gonna have to sound disrespectful. White people feel like they moved into an area and they see their fellow white people. So the area is deemed safe. And it's like, it's absolutely not the case at all. And mm-hmm. the reason why I say that is it's not just like DC. It's not just PG Montgomery County, like Silver Spring. Now Q and so, I, we talked about this and so, so, they go and they hold on Q, hold on. They go okay, and sorry. they'll commit a crime in Silver Spring and they just run across the line to DC because they know Montgomery County cops aren't going to go and chase them down. And DC cops can do anything. We we got to the point where Q said something to me when we were at, ironically, we were at Fridays and we, we were talking about it. And I was like, yo, like, luckily, like, knock on wood, I feel as though I'm in, I'm in a safe area, but it's only so far out of the city you can go. When people were thinking, okay, Upper Marlboro, Largo, Waldorf, like, okay, if I move out this far, the crime and the bullshit and the nigga shit won't chase me out here. It's like, no, it's what, what's happening now, now is it's everywhere. Like, I should not have to see on fucking Richie Marlboro Road, like people have getting their cars jacked with kids in them. Um, I've, I've never seen that in my like 35, 36 years of living. <clears throat> not, just but, that, you. not just that, Greg. You know, I, there's a particular bus that I take to your mm-hmm. house or to, or to meet you at Friday's, mm-hmm. Z6. Yep. When, that shoot, yep. when that shooting happened, you know, I was supposed yep. to be on that bus, but you told me to come to yep. Glenmont. I was you supposed said to be no. on that bus. Yep. I was supposed to be on that bus uh, two, a couple weeks ago when that shooting happened. Yep. I was yep. supposed to be on the Z6. And what that the happened. Bus? Niggas in Metro? Like, yes. Maybe they shot they a survive. Metro worker. A Metro yep. worker was, was shot and killed trying to protect 
some of the other riders. It's sad out here. It's really, really sad. And I think what's happening, like Chrissy was mentioning, I think what's happening to um, parts of Southern Maryland is that a lot of the areas of PG County that surround D.C. are now becoming gentrified and the cost mm. of living is going up because that even when I was at, even when I was living in Suitland, I saw a white man out there picking trash up off the street. You don't never see no shit like that in Suitland. Mm-hmm. He was out there picking up. They had just built new townhouses by the Census Bureau building. And mm-hmm. a lot of white people were buying up the property over there. And they did have black people over there as well, but a lot of them were white. So what they're yep. doing is they're coming from out of the city. They're recognizing, hey, I can still get on the train or take a bus and get into the city within 30 minutes. So this isn't really that mm-hmm. bad. I can live on the outskirts if I don't want to pay the city prices. So they're coming into those areas that were once the high crime areas of um, Maryland and PG County. And they're making them well, everyone's trying to fix up their property. So they're making it where it's not cost heavy anymore for the low income family. So what's happening mm-hmm. is because you have places like Waldorf that really, to me, was already podunk, but people don't mm-hmm. recognize that because they never went out there. So what they mm-hmm. did was they took their welfare voucher and they applied it to a house or an apartment in that area. They're bringing them further, deeper into Southern Merlin. And that's what, yeah. that's basically what's happening. They're not, they're, they're no longer in the area surrounding the city. They, they have to move further out in order to find affordable living. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, that it's always that been right there. a thing where we talked, we talked about it for a while. Like, I know Q and I have talked about it when we go to DC, like I told him, I was like, I just don't like H street anymore. I, I used to love going Q and I would hang out there, but I told him, I was like, Oh, like, I've had to grow, but the issue is there's no place to go in D.C. anymore. Like, I can comfortably say, at my age of 36, there's no place that I can comfortably say I want to go and spend time at. Um, I went to a place last Friday, Q, um, the place 1865, mm-hmm. and the budget priced me out. <laughs> yeah, it priced me out. I was like, yo, I shouldn't have to pay $40 for three drinks. Like, that, I felt like that Let was go. a little bit ridiculous in my head. Yeah, like and, I, and, that, and that's just a drink. But the hell queen, oh, no. but the hell queen, niggas is like, why you don't want to come back to the city? Why you don't want to come back to the area, the DC Maryland area? And I'm like, I love Richmond. I love the pace of Richmond. I love the mm-hmm. but, and, and yes, we Richmond does have like they got their crime. Let's be clear about that. But baby, I live in Chesterfield. Chesterfield is fucking. When quiet. I tell you, it's 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 quiet. It's, it's nobody quiet. that bothers you. The most that's gonna happen is some little knucklehead ass child gonna go ahead and try your fucking car door locks if you forget to lock the door or whatever the case may be. And that's if you live in an apartment complex. If you live in a house, <coughs> niggas is not bothering you. They're not bothering you. And my mom, she can't. But also, because when I came home, you, I, I'm December, sorry, sorry to cut. I came home in December and I was like, I don't want to be here no more. Like this is not. DC does not, like you said, I don't recognize this city no more. DC don't feel the same. What Maryland don't eat, Maryland doesn't feel the same either. And then I was like, okay, so now at this point, what the fuck am I gonna do? I, I'm trying to go to school. I'm trying to get my master's, and I can't. I'm really fighting with myself. Like, do I want to go ahead and just suck it up and, and spend the two years back home when I get when I get finished with this or whatever, or do I want to just go ahead and figure out figure out what the fuck I'm gonna do with my baby, me and my baby, when, when I get back home and figure out how I'm gonna get to from Virginia Beach on a regular basis. I don't know. Like it's and, it's and, but or that's, even that's I, the fucked up part about it. I'm I sorry, keep going. You know what? I can speak I can speak to you. That's why I'm that's why I'm leaving DC and I'm moving to South Carolina. Like this mm. is like, you know, DC will forever until the day I die will be my home. This is where yeah. I was born, where I was raised and but Everyone's like, well, you know, there's people that have questioned me, and it's like, what? so why won't you just bring the bring the kids up here? No, I don't want my children. I I love that my children have a big ass yard to live, have a big ass yard to play in behind the house, gated. Um, right. I love that they're able to not have to worry about dodging bullets. That they can get on us. The, they can get on their or school the playground. Bus. Or go or go down to the playground in, in the in the development and be kids. Here, kids got to be adults 
and it's just, and it's mm-hmm. sad. And I don't want my children, like you know, after they turn eighteen, become adults, and do whatever they then they can choose to live wherever the hell they want. But mm-hmm. I am not. I said no. I will uproot. I will uproot. Change my whole style of living, which actually I love. In the year that I lived down there two years two years ago, I loved it down there. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go because this is not in the environment. And everyone's like, oh, "You're you're you're all DC. This you like, you fight for DC kids and all this." And I'm like, "Yes, I do," because that is my job. As an educator, yep. that is my job. As a parent, that's what I'm supposed to do. But mm-hmm. I don't have to support. I don't have to subject my children to what the hell and what the fuck everything is that is going on up here. Bingo. And I choose not, and I will not do that. I'm, I'm going to say something. Somebody's going to be upset at me, and I honestly do not care. Um, when, when it comes to my family and I, um, protecting them means more than anything to me. Mm-hmm. So if, if your 13, 14, 15-year-old decides that they want to go and just be disruptive because you aren't doing your job as a parent. And I get it. Like some parents are doing their job. They just can't control their kids. I'm going to have to. Um, now I'm not saying I'm going Zimmerman a kid or something like that, but I have no problem whooping the kid's ass. Like I'm not talking about trying to stand in the street and fight them. We don't do that shit. Like I will literally go grab a belt and beat you. I don't know. Because that goes to war behind man. I don't know. Oh, but but here's the thing: the extreme (laughs) that I was actually thinking about, the extreme I was thinking about. But I was like, you know what? Like the only reason I didn't say what I wanted to say was, you know, I I would put some hot lead in the fucking kid because they're honestly just doing some shit. But I had to think about like, okay, what if my kid? went out and they were just around in a situation but the issue is these kids are just doing you know they're doing whatever the fuck they want to do you are actually raising your child greg these kids are out there with no guidance they don't have any parental like they don't have no one's watching them and it's not just that and again Hold on, Q. Again, Hold on, let her finish. Let her finish, Q. I'm sorry. Let her finish. No, it's okay. It's pretty much like that in a lot of the larger cities. You know, mm-hmm. today, you know, every day when I get on the train, I'm seeing the same drama, you know, leaving New York and coming into Jersey. I see that same type of behavior with the kids here. They don't, you know, the cost of living is astronomical. People mm-hmm. are, a, there are still a lot of single parent households. People are mm-hmm. carrying two and three jobs to just stay in the median of a middle class mm-hmm. lifestyle. And yep. it's costing the children to be on their own. Um, the children and they have to are grow raising, up Exactly. The children are well, raising get, the children. They're learning from each other. And basically, it's just the, mm-hmm. the music is raising them. The TV, the drama mm-hmm. is so mm-hmm. sad. Social TikTok. media. Let, let yeah. me give a little bit of pushback, though. Here's my pushback. And I absolutely agree with that. My issue ain't with those kids because we, we know there's some damage there. I'm talking about the kids who have it well off. The, the ones who like have all the shit. Those are the ones that are the most problematic. These are the key boys in D.C. And you got everything yeah. that you fucking need. Yes. Everything that you fucking need. And you out here all because what? What attention do you exactly. need? Exactly. Like, yeah. you like, got your, both something. your parents got two fucking jobs. You got a two-parent household. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. But yeah, I've never, I've never had an issue. Yeah, I've never had an issue with kids like, all right, they're lashing out because of their parents. But the thing is, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but I feel like it's true. Like those kids could be reached if someone said, you know, sat down and had a talk with them, or somebody just asked them, like, you know, like try to like bring them in, right? Like, though, there are kids that are reachable. I'm not talking about the kids like that. I'm talking about these kids who honestly have it all. And want to live like a city nigga. They they want to. They live in those the houses in Marlton. They live in these big ass, you know, seven eight hundred thousand dollar homes. They're going to Georgetown Prep. They're going to fucking uh, McNamara and all all these schools. But they want to be a hood nigga. You and I were just talking about this. It's like you said, it's the social media, it's the TikTok and shit, it's the music, social media, Mm -hmm. it's social media. You know how easy it is. We all know the four of us here and John, who's Mm -hmm. listening, we know how easy and simple it is for you Mm -hmm. to do something stupid. Yep. Get it on video and go viral on social media. 
That's what these kids want. They're, and, and that's what they're searching for. They, they, they want that 15 minutes of spotlight, not knowing that that 15 minutes of spotlight is going to cost them the rest of their lives, whether it's their freedom or their actual physical life. Q, that reminds me they of what we were talking about with John Moran. That, that reminds me exactly of that shit with John Moran. Everybody was saying, oh, well, he wants to be a super thug, but like his daddy go to all his games and shit, right? Like, it's that, that mentality for me. Like, maybe it's because of the school that I went to. Like, you could tell the, the kids who they were using the address in Upper Marlboro, but they lived in the city. You knew them kids. Like, you're like, all right, cool. You, you don't live in that. Or we're living with yeah. other family members. Because exactly. that is kind of them too. Yeah, but then you got the people, like, there was always a social stigma when I was in school of, like, there's certain areas, like, all right, if you go in that area, like, your parents be like, hey, you know, if I found out you on that side of town, like, Forestville, like, nah, after 8 o'clock, you need to be on the side of town. Um, certain high schools, like, Surrattsville, they told us, and we went to Douglas, they were like, nah, you don't fuck with people that go to fucking Forestville, Surrattsville, Suitland, uh, what's the other one? Um, I wanted to say friendly, but it's not friendly. Um, it's like those school, but now, like, fucking, I, what, I graduated 2005, so over 20 years ago, and I shit you not, like, people are looking at Douglas, like, okay, Douglas has always been at school where it's like, don't nobody ever really fucking go out there, but when I see, like, the Gwen Parks of the world, and, um, I forgot the other one that's in, like, the King's Grant area of Upper Marlboro, like, all oh, these are bad schools now compared to PG County, I'm like, Henry Rise, this sh- yeah, why? I'm like, bro, like, they're talking about the teachers are sleeping with the students, and I mean, wow. to, to be honest, like, yeah, to be honest, our high school was doing that shit all the time, too. Like, we knew of the teachers. There was one particular teacher, we knew for a fact he was trying to get at students, and we knew he was sleeping with the teacher that did, I forgot if it was like TV production or something. Either way, like, we, we knew of these things, but that was something that was so, like, you know, heavy for us at the time to kind of like carry but these kids now i'm like yo they have the fucking world and they have these good they when i say good homes and i'm like yo like you you have it good like you you literally have it good you can go you playing basketball you're at the private school and you're doing all this good shit but then you go out and you want to be super thug because you can get on the metro at largo and go into the city and act a fucking monkey um q and i've talked about this and he, he can tell you there's one place in the city that i actually swore off that wasn't h street and it was gallery place i told him i was like if we go to a bar gallery place we're going to the fucking bar and when we leave we get the fuck out of the area it, w- it was really that deep for me because gallery place you couldn't walk up and down gallery place and not almost about to fight somebody either in your way they looking at you sideways or something and that's how union station was for us in high school but now it's everywhere it's so widespread <laughs> it just it just hurts to know that dc is just it, it's weird now it, it's definitely you know it, for me it's just weird um I, you but, know what but, Greg, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put a pin I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stop you right there i don't think it's weird now i think it looks weird to us now because i think dc's been kind of dc's been it's been a rough place. Like, niggas yeah. standing across the bridge looking at us like, damn, them motherfuckers is ghetto as fuck over there. Mm-hmm. But it's now, it's like, back. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, now that we're older and we're looking at it, because we sound like our parents. I'm not about to yep. sit here and bullshit. We mm-hmm. sound exactly like our parents. But we didn't understand it back then. Like, we, yeah. we was like, it's shit. I'm just trying to get somebody to buy me some alcohol. Like, I'm 15, mm-hmm. like 16. I'm just trying to get somebody. I'm not trying to do nothing crazy. I'm not trying to go out to nobody's go-go. I'm not trying to do nothing. Ronnie being the police, I wasn't being, I wasn't going to be able to do shit, actually. We wasn't doing nothing. I was going to from my best mm-hmm. house down in Benner Road. But when I tell yep. you, like, now it sounds like, it just sounds like now we are, we are our parents, and now we're looking at this shit for what it, what it was back in the day. And mm. it, it just looks different now because now it has a new face. Now it's our kids. Now we like, now we have reasons to be like, oh my God, like I could never imagine, I could never imagine Zoe growing up in the city. The city grows you up way too fucking fast. Yep. And even still, they're talking about the kids that's been, you know, that, that doesn't have, that don't really have their parents around like because they're working all the fucking time. We mm. were those kids. We were the latchkey kids. We were the mm-hmm. ones that was coming home and making sure that we cooking for our siblings and making sure that our siblings don't, we don't answer the door for nobody and making sure we were the ones that was really unsupervised. So now we got all the kids. to be raised by the grandparents as well. At a high, yes, at a we were. 
Yes, we was one of the first generation, one of the very first generations to be raised by our grand, our grandparents. Because I have never known so many people to be like my grandmother raised me. That's my age, and I can't because I can't imagine that shit. But now, now I'm thinking and I'm looking at it, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to do the math. I can't do, I can't do it though. Like DC is not. If if my mother had, if, I don't know. Ronnie probably should have been making different decisions as far as I'm concerned. But I feel like I grew up too fast, and I don't want that for my child. So if I can go ahead and take her out, put her in the stick some fucking way, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put her out. She's going to school with the, with the, with the, with the kids with the money. And she's going to school with Facts. the kids with the sense, with the two, with the two parent household. She's going to be doing that. I can't, I can't, just like you said, you going down the gallery place and you, you accidentally brush into somebody or whatever. And they turn around, they want to fight. Bitch, I'm just trying to get to the train. I'm trying to get exactly. home. I just got off work. Like, I can't imagine yeah. having to go ahead and beat nobody's kids, especially. Listen. That's why I say if I was back home in D.C., I would, I, I would be squared the fuck up with somebody's child because what we're not going to do. You're not going to fight me. These motherfuckers will kill you. Like, they yeah. will kill you. So it's not, <laughs> it's not the, like that's some, that's, it would be and, unheard of. And that's what I've said what I that's what I said about, you know, the like harming a kid. And I hate the fact that it has to be that way, but like Tuesday I went into the office. Obviously we had Monday off, right? So on Tuesday I'm going into the office and you know when you get on the metro, there's like, you know, homeless people sleeping around and stuff like that. Like there was a like teenager. Um, I don't know if he was homeless or not, but this one you ain't sleeping at seven o'clock in the morning, stressed out on like seats, unless either you homeless or you ain't got like a shelter or something like that. Right. So homeboy goes and I shit you not. Somebody try to wake him up. He grabs a knife out of his pocket and chases the dude to the middle of the car. And at that point I say, you know what? Uh, enough's enough. We're going to get to the point where somebody going to end up getting shot on these trains because white people are going to start like the ones who live here they gonna want to go protect themselves and even though this is one of those areas where we feel like it's safe and we don't have to worry about white people with the you know my gun my choice type of shit it's gonna get that way if they keep getting their houses broken into they keep getting robbed you know coming from the gym and shit like that it's gonna happen and we're gonna be sitting there like oh well damn i guess this is what it's gonna be that's just how dc has worked and I just, I don't feel right knowing that. I mean, like, for us growing up here, being born and raised, even though we've all, like, moved away, came back and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like, now, when I, I look at D.C. from, a like, obviously a parental, like, lens and stuff like that, yeah. but when I, when I see kids that, honestly, they may be 15, 20 years younger than me, they look older than me. Just by the lives that they lived. It's like, bro, y'all are fucked up. Like, y'all are, are really, so really... Yeah. Why are you so hard? Like, bro, like what's going yeah. on? Yo, these 16-year-olds look like fucking construction workers. They're like, they dirty as shit. Nail. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? And I hate to judge kids, but it's like, yo, like, y'all look dirty. Y'all look rough. Y'all look like, if it wasn't the drugs or alcohol, it's something. And I, I love, you know, to, like, you help people with traumas and stuff, but some people just can't be helped. And we've gotten to the point where we can't decipher who needs help and who doesn't. And I don't yeah. want to you know, seem like an asshole was like, you know, I have no empathy at all. But boy, I'm like, yo, like if I have to start carrying a gun to go to work, it, it's going to get real ugly for people. But I feel like that's, you know, where we've gotten, at least in D.C., you can't go to a bar in D.C., especially on U Street without getting into a fight. You heard Q, like he had to drop off, but he's gotten robbed on 8th Street and he continues to keep going to 8th Street. I told him, I was like, Q, like you, you've been robbed a few times going down to 8th Street. He was like, oh, I just wasn't cognizant. You know, I wasn't aware of my surroundings and stuff like that. I was like, you shouldn't have to be that aware of your surroundings to the point where you're standing outside of... Yeah, like, it, you know, I'm one of those people, it only takes me one time to learn, but for him, he, he just don't be getting... I was like, you... South Carolina is the best thing for him. Now, I'm sure he now he's going to go from dealing with niggas to dealing with, you know, Confederate flags and stuff. But honestly, yeah, I, the way you and Chrissy, you had said this before a couple weeks ago was if you don't bother them, they don't bother you. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about, the, you know, those like those assholes there. But mm-hmm. in my personal opinion, I feel the same way. Like, I know a couple of my coworkers that I used to work with were racist. I knew it for a fact. We could be standing there having a conversation like, oh, yeah, th- this this nigga got like if we didn't work together he would definitely think something of me 
like, oh, just because I'm black, right? Or it would just be a thing. And you could tell by the, like, the coded language that people use. But mm-hmm. now I'm starting to realize, I'm like, yo, like, I'm judging my people as well because not, not the, like, not the approach they give. It's just the shit y'all do. Like, when I say y'all, like, in, in a bubble, like, I shouldn't have to worry about, you know, I get on the train and you sitting across from me. And I got my phone in my hand and you looking at it like you want to steal the shit and run. Like, I, sh- I shouldn't have that thought in my head. I shouldn't have that thought like, okay, if I'm at the mall or some shit, that you're going to come and try to carjack me while I'm putting my kid in the car. Like, it's certain, it's like, you know, like, do we just not have that type of decorum? Because I would be the bad guy if, if in any of those situations I just said, I just go and, you know, pull out my gun and, you know, end up shooting the kid. So I'm like, would you have to take it to the extreme? I was like, yeah, well, I mean, imagine... You got your kid in a car that just got carjacked, and you don't know where the fuck they're going. You don't know what they're going to do to your kid. Exactly. Like, That's not extreme at all. Yeah. Exactly. You got to protect so, your family first. Exactly. It it just it's really rough. I know we're supposed to get into like a whole bunch of shit with the show. I just wanted to lead into that because like it was something that honestly has been sitting on my heart for about a month. And even though we really haven't had a lot of shows this year, I apologize for that. Uh, but like we have to have life experiences in order to like do shows. I would love to have like every week we talk the, the gossip and the stuff like that. And we, we can like I think we can like get off the heavy stuff with DC and we can like end with the, the brat situation if y'all want. And then next week we can do the whole catch up and we're pretty pregnant. Oh, my God. She's carrying so well. Right. But yep. why didn't nobody know she was pregnant? Is the question. Why didn't Lisa Wright know that she was pregnant? How about that? That well, that you was know, scary their relationship. No, their relationship has been very rocky, and since the brat has married her wife, um, Lisa Ray has just thrown shade to the wife, even when the wife has come to her in peace, like, "Hey, you know, what can I do to?" <laughs> you know, make things better or I want to, you know, you should protect your sister. Lisa Ray is very, gives very much light-skinned woman energy. Mm-hmm. You cannot yeah. tell her anything. Even in her old age, she's very much stuck in her ways. And she's a simple-ass woman. I'm going to just put it out there straight mm-hmm. like that. Because when it comes to your family, you're talking about your, first of all, whatever little bootleg talk show she's on, you know, she was addressing um, the brat's marriage to her wife, Jessica. And she was, you know, basically talking about how she didn't know that they were getting married and different things like that. So clearly yeah. the relationship hasn't been that strong for a while. So I'm not shocked that she didn't know. And then you don't respect her partner, you know. So mm-hmm. when the wife went to her and said, you know, how you know just out of respect for your sister if you could just not speak on certain things before she does and i won't i won't wait out you know basically she's going to do what she wants to do and if that's how you function who's going to want to deal with you exactly yeah and she's had a history of being a, a dislikable person it's like mm-hmm. you just don't like the, the men she's dated the friends that she's kept and stuff like that and even now like mm-hmm. you said the tv show that she's on or the like the talk show she's on they just some messy bitter bitches i I'm surprised she's not on one of the housewives shows because she fits her demeanor and energy. She fits the the criteria to be a housewife, and you know she's not. Honestly, she's not all that. She's aging in in the way that a lot of light skinned people do, and you're you're showing Mm -hmm. sis. Your age is showing. Now you need to mentally catch up with your looks. You're not. You're not twenty anymore. You're not gyrating on a pole. You need to grow up and treat your family with respect. At the end of the day, yeah. all we have is our family. And we yeah. have to learn how to treat one another with respect. And, and how she's been handling has been bad. What I mostly wanted to talk about were the amount of people criticizing Debrat's wife for not carrying the baby. Not what? realizing that. Wow. Yes, girl. They were on social media like, "Why is the brat carrying the baby? Isn't she the guy? Isn't she the stud? Isn't she the guy of the relationship?" And oh, this, you know, Jessica is older than the brat, and she has she also has children. We don't see her children on social media, but she has talked about them on their show mm-hmm. that they had together on WeTV. She has experienced childbirth already. People have to remember that. 
Debrat is still a woman, regardless of your, you know, right. your choice of lifestyle. She's still a woman. We still have certain capabilities and we still have certain wants in life just because it doesn't fit what you define to be the lifestyle of a, of a you know, gay individual doesn't mean right. that it doesn't make sense. You just and, don't understand it. Right. And to kind of piggyback off what you're saying, it's a whole lot of studs. There's a whole lot of studs that want to be pregnant. Like, it was a couple. Um, I cannot remember that girl's name. It was Damo and some other girl. She fucked around the time, became a, a, a whole femme after that. But that's a different story. But the whole point is, like, the stuff. Oh, the ones that do YouTube. Yes, them. But they broke up. When she came. She became a nurse and some other shit. But they basically, <laughs> like, she was a stud or whatever. And she was so cute when she was pregnant. But, like, stud, even though, <laughs> I, I don't know whether or not they like, the, cause I've had a couple of, like, my best friend is a lesbian. She's, like, I'm not shaving my armpits or my coochie. Like, she's one of them type of lesbians. <laughs> my legs is, it's wild out here. This is my winter coat, but this is my everyday coat. So, <laughs> like, she, 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 we just recently had this, this conversation about how she wants to carry a baby. She's not in a relationship right now, but she's, she, like, like you said, nonetheless, she's still a woman. And so she's mm-hmm. feeling that biological clock tick. Like, that's a thing. That's a real thing. Like, things is like, what are you talking about, biological? No, I want to have more babies. I got about, I got a good three more years before I shut down the kitchen. Because ain't no babies getting come, coming up out this bitch. Hello? <laughs> and she told me, she said, she's like, I don't know. I got to do it, you know, maybe around 36, 37 or whatever. I'm, th- I'm 34 and she's 33. Well, she just turned 34. So she's like, she's in the process of planning it and everything. But she's not the type. She's like, uh, she's not the type. She she's a, a, a heavy set burly woman. Like you would, I don't know how to explain myself. Like I don't know. I don't know. Maybe wait, that's not wait, the but I'm still, I'm still trying to process. Fuck that! I would rather go ahead and try to process a stud having a baby. I'm still trying to process transgender women. I hope I'm saying this right. I'm still trying to process transgender women giving birth. Like this is hard for me, or transgender, transgender men. However you want to call it, I don't, I don't know how to put it, but it's very hard for me to process that. And I'm still trying my best to be politically correct about it because they're, you know, they're trying to get into the fold. I don't know who's championing all this goddamn hate and excess or whatever the fact. I don't know who's championing all this, this, this uh, tension in the media. But I do know that once I'm, when I meet them, like, that's not, that's not how they are. That's not what they, you know, that's not how they feel. And they correct me if I'm wrong. And we have an open conversation about it. But now it's like that, that I'm still trying. I would, ra- I would much rather go ahead and focus on the fact that the bride is pregnant and she, she's still feminine presenting and she still biologically is a woman versus me being absolutely incorrect and absolutely tacky about seeing, you know, about a, a trans man, trans, transgender man. Cause I think those are the ones that, yeah. I'm still trying to get the link down. Let me just tell you guys about some of, let me just read some of the tweets. The brat is pregnant. I find this to be absolutely disgusting. Once again, black women pushing the agenda to the masses of not having a man in the home. Just sick. The brat pregnant while dressing and trying to act like a man. I pray for the mental well-being of the child. Here's another one. The brat being pregnant is funny as fuck to me like sir what happened like calling her a mate like calling her sir like she clearly look look at this she's so soft even she's a soft looking woman you can just feel she's she's, soft, yes she's a soft, she wears yeah. makeup she has a big booty she has a beautiful face and she's 48 i never would have guessed that yeah i wouldn't have but she was like that in Moulin Rouge. Like she been wearing makeup and she whipped. Mm-hmm. I cannot remember what video it was where I seen the brass titties out for the first time. Like, and I was just like, yep. damn, that's crazy. Do y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about? Like she was in yeah, a video. Yeah, what do you like, like video? Not yeah, like, 
It's oh, not yeah. like this is Tyrese. something that's unheard. Yeah, yes. It's not like that shit is something that's unheard. Just like her, just everybody been trying. I don't know about Queen Latifah. Ain't she? She is. She is. Mm-hmm. She's got a whole girlfriend. But she's also like feminine presenting. She was in the closet for a long time. Yeah. She was she's in the closet presenting. for a long time. She would not come out. I remember when she went on Oprah's show, she was wearing a ring, a big ass rock on her wedding finger. And when Oprah asked her about it, she was like, oh, it's just a ring I got for myself. Da, 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 da. At this time, she wasn't with her current partner, but she was in a serious relationship with another woman. And my thing is, why do they have to silence themselves because they are famous? Live in your truth and they should be okay with living in their truth. But for many years, they have it. So seeing these women in their mid-40s, early 50s, mid-50s, living their best life, being famous and reclaiming their fucking time to show us who they are, I applaud you. Mm-hmm. Yep. I applaud you because everybody else can openly do whatever they want to do. We got guys making music about fucking boys in the butt. We got women mm-hmm. out here tongue kissing each other, but they supposed to be straight and all of that is acceptable. So because you're famous, you're supposed to dim down your truth. Why? Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff that we hear today, they they never made anything as disgusting as some of the things I hear today. And I mean, these people are saying things today that are just stuff you, I wouldn't even imagine two people doing to one another, but they're saying it. So to judge this woman for living in her truth, I can't. Well, we we said we were going to cap it at 40 minutes. Let's get the unpopular opinions and then we're going to get up out of here for this week. So who, who wants to start? I'm a start. Unpopular opinion. Studs cannot be mamas. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 what about you, Chrissy? What's your, what's your unpopular opinion? Um, my unpopular opinion, because now I'm actually jumping on the bandwagon. Um, but it's okay to buy your three year old Jordans. Only because I just did it. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, <laughs> I just, they was $38. They was on GOAT. So that's why. Oh, ain't nothing wrong with that. They was $38. And I was like, and I bought them a size bigger. I was like, yep, she got some time. She could. I'm cool with that. Yeah. $38. It's the Balenciaga babies for me. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Go ahead. I Craig. wonder, um, honestly, I never even checked to see how much they were before adults. They're like over a thousand. So I'm guessing for kids, they're like four or five hundred maybe. That's crazy. And you don't even, bro, like you don't even have like feet real good. And you mean to tell me I'm about to spend $500? Fuck you. No, you be barefoot. I love you all day long. No. Okay. Well, here's my unpopular opinion. I don't think that those big ass red boots are worth $300. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, they can't even get them off, Greg. Have you seen the videos of people struggling? <laughs> okay, so here's the funny thing. I know, I know we got to get out of here. One of my, like, the people I follow on TikTok, we, like, we follow each other, right? So I messaged because I saw that he had had on the boots. And I was like, bro, like, what size shoe do you wear? He was like, yeah, I wear, like, a 12. And I was like, so what size are these shoes? He was like, no, they just have, like, small, medium, and large, right? And I was like, okay, that's... A little bit weird, but whatever. I was like, you spent $350 on a pair of shoes and you already got big feet. I was like, how did you get them off? He was like, I had to cut the back. I was like, wait, so you spent $350 on a pair of shoes that you had to cut yourself out? So I was like, so did you send it back? He's like, yeah, they don't accept refunds. So I'm like, so the shoes were cool for about a day and a half for you. But I don't know if you remember this, but Lil Nas X, he like... Mm. Either wore a pair of shoes or was going to wear a pair of shoes that had blood in the like the soul. He came out with them. Yeah. He, he yeah. Came, that, that was his. Sh- that was his Nike shoe yeah. that he came yep. out with without Nike's like permission. Mm-hmm. So I think yep. someone had to give permission. I just think that they kept that part under wraps. They, but apparently they did. What? Yeah. They they did. They got you? permission. They got permission, and what they did it was like I want to say it was like six hundred and sixty six pairs of shoes. You know, mm-hmm. to, to the devil. all and the way like, to the they, devil. 
What, yeah, and like they what if t- I told it you was that like that same maybe shoe. like a drop of blood in each pair of shoes or whatever. That's some wild shit. Like where the fuck these motherfuckers be getting that from? But whatever. Like I read the article and I was like, that's too, this is too much. I'm not buying them ugly ass shoes either way. But still, like no. Nah. What if what if I told y'all that the same company made the big red boots? Same company. Same company made it. It's but believable. That shit is bait. It's like this is clickbait to me at this point because I saw first the first all, video I seen of them fucking boots. Somebody was struggling to get them shits off. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck is these balloons? But first of all, if you got big feet, why are you even attempting? First of all, big feet people in the world know your fucking sure. limits when it comes to exactly. <laughs> Because, like, some things (laughs) you should already know just don't make sense for you. You're trying to literally stuff your size 13, 14 into a Mickey Mouse boot. Why? (laughs) Exactly. Like, like, I I was listening to the read. They had their 10-year anniversary, and Kid Fury was like, I don't care if I end up looking like Astro Boy with these red boots on. And I was like, yo, you definitely would look like you know, Mickey Mouse, Astro Boy, but for 350 I, I can't justify it. But th- that was just one. S- since it's been a few weeks, I have to redeem myself with a- another unpopular opinion. This is a bonus. Um, hopefully it's not unpopular. Um, Ice Spice qu- may quite possibly be worse than Blueface, musically. Like... <laughs> Blue face is garbage, but boy, when I tell you, um, you you ever like be like, all right, the song sound bad in my AirPods. Maybe it'll sound better when I listen in the car. Man, listen, if you've ever heard three blind mice be sung by three blind mice, that's what the fuck Ice Spice sound like. That shit is garbage. I was sitting, I was like, like, I have a, I have a, I have a history of being like. I'm not going to give people chances. I'm not going to give these artists chances, right? Like, uh, I think like, like Chris, oh shit, Chris is in the audience. Oh, let me add her up. Um, so basically there was an artist by the name of Sada Baby that she was trying to put me on. She was like, yo, Sada Baby is lit. I was like, I'm absolutely not listening to fucking Sada Baby. And I found a Sada Baby song that I liked. And I was like, cool. Like I can fuck with Sada Baby. But Ice Spice is a little bit different. The thing I is, actually uh, really she, like Ice Spice. there's something about the music and i I think she okay this is what it is and god you know god forgive me for what i'm about to say i I know it's gonna sound ridiculous when she rapped it reminded me of the dude from major pain like the kid who had the down syndrome with the dirty dirt like that because she just she she be taking words that don't exist to be trying to make them shit popular. She was like, "Yeah, he be touching my butt." I'm like, "What the fuck? What? Like, no, she, she garbage." Like, she, is she really absolutely. is though. I like her. She she, she make bops like everybody. She's trendy. Nicki Minaj. Yeah, everybody mm. will make you know the best rap ever. She's there to make bops, and I'm okay mm. with that. Well, the only reason I'm giving her scrutiny is because I give all of them scrutiny. Um, like Meg the Stallion, everybody was trying to make her a thing for a while, and I get it, she about to do like this whole revamp of her career. And while we appreciate and everything, like we can be completely honest here now that we can call a thing a thing. Like Meg Thee Stallion has a few hit songs, but them albums or EPs been like dookie water. They they've been garbage. Like we could just put that there. Um, I, I'm a I'm a Nicki Minaj fan, but I know for a fact she's been re-releasing the same two albums for about 17 years now. So you know this that um, <laughs> Cardi. The reason why Cardi won't put out another album is because she can't put out another album. It's just that we just gonna that's her miseducation of Lauren Hill. She's gonna have that and we just gonna have to rile on that. I'm cool with it. Um it's hard to do though. It's it's hard yeah. to when you do something that blows up and it's like the numbers are just crazy and everyone yep. loves it, it's hard mm-hmm. to match up to that. Yeah. And then yeah. she doesn't write. So now you're trying to find writers or find the right sounds for you or the songs and you know, trying to work with the right 
artists that helped because I, I guess she did an interview recently and she was talking about her song with Kanye and I guess she was getting a lot of backlash because you know he was just in the media for all his wild commentary per usual mm-hmm. so she yep. was talking about that and it's like you have to think about all of that as an artist and so I, yes I 100% agree with that like she can't drop one because everything has to be just right exactly Right. I, I'm I'm hoping for a good like female artist. Oh, oh go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna nowadays we are artists because like if you think of the past, they weren't putting albums out so rapidly, but now they're coming out like you know hotcakes. Like boom, you gotta have an album. And then the next year you gotta have an album. But now yeah. it's like no. You know, yeah. you, you want to take your time as an artist to really be creative. And that's why I think these artists nowadays are starting to like just take breaks, kind of like SZA or yeah. Frank Ocean. Like they just take these breaks to really find their creative sound and give us the music when they feel like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I really hope that they don't ruin like Glorilla for me. Like I was like, I have to have one, right? Like I, I got to right. have one. Like I have to have a, a female I rapper. I think she's already cool. done though. I she's doing it for me. Like she's, she's doing it herself. Yeah, it yeah, she's, and, she's and, done. It's that for me. But also, she she did something, and somebody said something in re- like response to it, and I was like, yo, I can't see her the same anymore. Like I can't look at Glorilla. I can listen to Glorilla. I just can't look at her. <laughs> it's not. It's not the fact that she looked like. Uh, uh, the character from a Shark Tale. It's not that you know all all that. She it's said she looked like Rihanna. Don't, don't play with her. She Bro. said she looks like Rihanna. Well, 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 and maybe So here's the funniest part. So somebody has said to me, they were like, "Greg, if you close your eyes and you listen to Glorilla, that shit sound like Rick Ross." And then you open your eyes and you realize somebody's fucking her. At that point, I said, "Oh, well, you know what? Now I can never look at Glorilla again." You make you weak. <laughs> she she did, a, she did like an Instagram story and she was like, oh yeah, something about her having sex. She was like, yo, you know, when I get fucked, it's the noise I make. And when she, she did the Rick Ross grunt, and I was like, you know uh, what? I can't, can't unsee it. Yeah, she, did. <laughs> I was, she was like, uh. <laughs> like, ever since then? Nah. But, but, you know, my unpopular opinions again, the red boot shit, still don't understand. Um, obviously, like all the, the female, like, rappers and stuff like that but more specifically like ice spice um i'm really hoping that's not a wig like everybody's saying because that would definitely hurt my heart um so that's number two i don't, I don't think i have another unpopular opinion that's just it what about you chris oh, you have on, an unpopular me... opinion oh go ahead Shay. oh yeah go ahead go ahead none oh i was just gonna say y'all know that my unpopular opinion was a joke if y'all fuck around and mess with these pregnant studs, I'm gonna come look for you. Leave them alone. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What about you, Chris? What's your unpopular opinion? Okay. Um, hmm. Oh yeah, by the way, Greg, I tried to get those red boots <clears throat> not to wear, Sit. but to <laughs> and I lost. Yeah, but anyways. Mickey Mouse Playhouse. <laughs> <laughs> my unpopular opinion is um the dating pool is not made of shit we're just being shitty in it mm. okay oh oh you know you know, you know what like if y'all got if you could exp- if you could expound on that a little bit before you get up out of here and then obviously we'll pick up next week but if you could just like give us a teaser onto that one because the shit that yeah, people have because... been saying, we got a voice message, guys. We got two. Oh, we'll play. Yeah, play it, play it real quick. You could play oh, it. Hold on, let's see. Good evening, good evening, YBAB. How you doing, ladies? What's shaking with you, my guy? What's going on, Greg? How's everybody doing this evening, man? Just sliding through these stereo streets. So my guy on had to come through. How you ladies doing, man? Living, living the dream, Shamik. Who is he? He's sweet. That's Lord Shamik. Oh, he, he, yeah, he always hey, comes hey. in. He's he been MIA lately. He's been in the streets, you know, doing doing his oh. thing. But you know, he comes street. in from time to time. No, he'll he'll tell you. He's like, hey, I'm in the streets doing, you know, this thing. <laughs> such, such. Um, <laughs> the, all right, hold on. We got one more from Max Julian. Not really into the mainstream artist per se, but I think. 
when it comes to like creative female rappers, BK the Ruler, Princess Nokia, mm-hmm. and Rico Nasty is like three of my faves. On a creative like tip, talking nasty. cool shit, fly yeah. shit, and not and be, not being the same as every other chick. Mm-hmm. That's talking about the same shit, but that's what happens when you're on a major label and stuff. You know what I'm saying? The good shit ain't in the supermarket most of the time. Right. You got to go to the, uh, a garden or some shit. You know the shit they push out. Just <laughs> that GMO shit. You got to find the good shit. Mm-hmm. I know one person that he made me think of was I, like she used to be a singer. Now she's like a, a rapper, Dreezy. Like, oh yeah, I, I like Dreezy too. Yeah, I've I always liked her. Because you can't talk about Rico Nasty and not talk about Flo Millie. Like, I, I like her record ass. Both of them are vicious. Yes, you can't talk about one without the other. Like. Well, see, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for like good music again because my Spotify, my title, been real bad. Like, real, I've been like, yo, what the fuck is this shit? Like, the, yeah. like serious XM radio been garbage. Um, I'm like, I'll just listen to like Clubhouse before I listen to music now because it's that bad musically. But that that <laughs> ice fight shit. <laughs> I was like, yo, that that da 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 shit really it fucked me up. I like ice spice. Well, here's the thing. Every every time Chris tells me she likes an artist, usually like she'll tell me she like an artist. I'm like, nah, I absolutely I refuse. What happens is like two months later, they come out with something and I really fuck with it, and then everybody Mm -hmm. else stops fucking with that person. I don't know what it is. This shit happened with Azalea Banks. It happened with Sada Baby. And I mm-hmm. guarantee it's gonna happen with her. Every, oh every, God, every single time. And to this day, I'm proud to say I've never listened to a song by the Azalea Banks. She just out yeah. here being problematic. So there's yeah. that. Well, she's she's a great artist, though. I well, would never she, listen for any of her music because that bitch don't know how to talk. Yeah. No. Well, that, it's not no. just Prince, the, the I female artist. I listened to her music before I um, heard her speak, though. So, <laughs> once you start tearing down people in your own community, I gotta fuck. I gotta stop fucking with you. I can't even. Yeah. I can't. You. Everybody was still. Let me tell y'all something. Spoke. I had one pair. I had one pair of Yeezys when, at the time, when he just started being really problematic, and the things that he was just saying about our community. If we don't have anything else, we should at least have each other. I can't continue to give you my money. People love idolize these people, so it's really scary. Mm-hmm. People idolize these musicians and these rich people so much that you just take whatever piece of them that they're willing to offer. You're gonna you're gonna keep buying these items, although he's literally saying on the news, I can't talk to people with less money than me, and just downgrading and belittling people every which way it's so sad and it's disgusting and i just i refuse to do it i don't mm-hmm. whoever does that's fine but i can't i can't i'm so glad that adidas took the jump people are talking about all of the brands that disconnected with him and oh they're losing money they're losing money so what they will they will mm-hmm. recover adidas has been around for so many years they have been with so many different artists they've had collabs with different people they will recover it's not worth it. You have to stand for something in this life. Facts. You know, Facts. You know Nike done picked him up and he got these $13,000 fucking shoes. Like, it's mm-hmm. a whole, it's a whole mess. It's a fucking mess. Nike but, picked him up? Yes. He has some Nikes. That, one of my friends posted a picture and I was like, I'm looking at it. I was like, that gotta be, that has to be a period. Like, thirteen ninety five. And I was like, what is this extra number? <laughs> I just was yep. willing it to be like $13. And some ch- it was 13000 I know the red October used to be like 30 Damn. So I can believe That's it. That's fucking crazy. And I can believe That's it with Nike crazy. too. Because like Chrissy was just saying, low key, they approved that shoe with Lil Nas X. They be with yes. the hits until they're exposed. That's the thing about them. Yep. It was out. like it was unauthorized, but bitch, it's somebody that works. I mean, so people make people, like, yes. people make fan shoes all the time. I don't even know why they were stripping <laughs> like that. They wasn't even making a profit. It was a parody shoe, and that company, Mischief, they make parody shoes all the time. Like 
That's what and they, they do. watch niggas and go ahead and buy them shits. Now, yeah, Chris, real quick, like, before we go ahead and we go any further, I need to know why you was trying to buy these shoes. Oh, I'm <laughs> the trying to red them. I was trying to oh, 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 oh. sell them. They going for thousands right now. They are. I was like $1,200. I said, that's not right. That can't I be I said 300 and I can come up. Bet. Watch. <laughs> right. I tried, but and and they do actually come in sizes, so it's not small, medium, and large. They do come in sizes. I don't know how you cut them off. I wasn't even going to try. They were going to be dead stock. So, <laughs> <laughs> so to the highest bidder, you can have these moon boots. Well, did y'all see the video of the guy who said my girl brought me? I told my girl I wanted these mischief boots. And then she said, oh, you want some moon boots? And he said, yeah. And she came back with the original moon boots that the women wear. Uh, I actually like those. See, <laughs> I would have been happy. That's crazy. I would have been blown if not the red boots, but I want the moon boots, so I would take it. I'm going to put it. I'm going to put it. I'm gonna... I actually like moon boots. In our chat. The moon boots are cute. <laughs> and they got the mini ones. Uh, those are cute, too. But I ain't oh. nobody wearing those stupid cartoon character boots. <laughs> like, what are you gonna do Both with them? Like, how do you run it? What if it's a a fire? Like, watch Janelle Monet do it. Watch her. Just <laughs> watch she already her. did. Look, she already did. Yes. She's such a loser. Look I don't know do why it. I don't like Janelle Monae. Like, like, <laughs> Damn, that bitch is weird. Like, I love her. No, I like her music, but I don't like her as a person. I just don't I know like why. Her. Weird. I mm-hmm. love. She give me fake vibes. I think her dyeing her armpit hair for me was, I was like, all right, come on, get the fuck out of here. You know that's a new thing, though, Greg. You know the young girls, Gen Zs are so with the grow your armpit hair and color it to make it. And I'm like, no. She colored her armpit hair? (laughs) Yes. See, no, see, that, she's now, a loser. I, I thought of that girl that played um, what's her name? That played on that Spike Lee remake. She, she's, she's got to have it. Or whatever. Are you say? talking about Nola Brown? Nola Brown. Yeah, she did, and that was it. Was bothering me the whole show. I was like, I can't watch this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was bothering me. I don't know. Maybe I just don't her like her arm. Her hair just blowing in the wind. Bitch, no. Mm-mm, We're being that. sexist, guys, when we say that, even as women. I don't give a fuck. I don't know why. Women want the freedom to be hairy like men. Hold then on, do I what you gotta do, bitch. Make sure you keep you a shirt on. I would like him to be waxed as well. Period. Well, ladies and gentlemen, y'all been listening to another episode of Young Black and Bogger. Thank y'all for listening. We'll be back next week with more content. Uh, we'll be on earlier. It, this is my fault that we started late, but y'all got a good show. So until next week, we'll see y'all. Peace. Bye. Bye. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription.